welcome to Smooth like Ooh. a baby's arse. <laughs> Ryan, are you going to tell us about your dream on the podcast? Or? <laughs> Was it a wet dream? <laughs> no. oh I really God, hope I not. Do <laughs> you still have wet it. dreams uh, later in life? I almost had one. Just the almost. other day. It's so weird that you bring it up. Yeah. <sighs> I, I kind of woke up as it was happening and stopped it. I don't think you can get them if you've had COVID. Uh, I guess I've never had COVID. <laughs> it's a, a blood clot in your penile area. Oh, oh jizz clot, jizz clot, J- jizz clot. <laughs> I got a clot in my ass. Oh, let's not talk about ass problems. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. My name is Brad, aka Ginger Heat, and I am joined by the body. From Kirkcaldy, Jordan Deves. How you doing, buddy? It's at Jordan Deves. I've got some stuff up my sleeve. Now I'm only kidding. I don't actually have a rap, but <laughs> how sick sleeves. would that have been, right? Up the sleeve. It's the that only thing really I. Good. It's the only thing I can think of that rhymes with Deves. What about guess, Thieves? Yeah, yeah but th- well, that's why you're the rapper, not me. And gold through or a achieves bow leaves oh. yeah oh yeah see i'm not made out for this kind of stuff sorry guys well that wonderful joke we might as well bring him into the fold his name is loas mamba how you doing ryan good i was uh, unfit to compete last week but i'm coming back to rescue you all I'm coming to claim what is mine. You've been cleared, um, medically cleared. I've been medically cleared, exactly. We out here, we're doing the thing. <laughs> I, I, got, say, I got nothing. <laughs> it wasn't the same without you, buddy. See, look at that. Without yeah, that, I mean, how can you? Be? Yeah, how, you must have missed that. Whatever <laughs> that was. <laughs> we missed all the milk, but now Sorry. he is back. Son of dentist, the oh, man, yeah. the myth. The legend, the Wax Mamba. Oh. And he's been drafted to SmackDown. Oh, what? Oh, it's pretty good. That's oh, oh. yeah, not bad. It's better than being a free agent like Bo Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> bad times. Bad he's one times. of the only ones, I think, that didn't get drafted, but he's still on the roster. A bunch of other jobbers. Andrade. Yep. Ooh, That's true. Awkward. But actually, was to clarify, was actually on the show in a match. And still didn't get drafted. Still didn't get drafted. So are they allowed to just fight on either show if you're a free agent? Well, I mean, I don't know. I think the point was you're a free agent. No, you you choose where you want to go. No, you can't just go, yeah, you didn't get drafted. No, that's what it said. They choose. That's ridiculous. You just do what you want. So uh, uh, what yeah. if they do the NBA draft and somebody doesn't get drafted? They go, well, I'm going to join the Lakers. No, because they're not part of the NBA, but these undrafted wrestlers are still part of WWE. Mm. So they have to prove themselves. But They don't, they don't have a brand, but they are a superstar weird. under WWE. Mm. I see. It's just, it's weird. Anyway, that person, that being, <laughs> that, that creature. That person. That is speaking 
Who is it? Does anybody know? Do they like him? Mm-mm. Do they dislike him? No. Maybe. They hate him. Oh. <laughs> he is the enigmatic, the charismatic, the bizarre, the <clears throat> wonderful, the ingenious, the creative, the <laughs> mythical. They hate Jason. How are you? Um, I'm just impressed with how the universe balances out, you know, like if you believe in God or you believe in the Big Bang and not in God or you believe in uh, Elon Musk is God or whatever. I'm just impressed (laughs) how it all balances out because like my toilet is broken, but at the same time I can't poop. So it doesn't really matter. I had no idea where you were going with that. Well, so he takes, he takes, and he gives. He gives, and he takes. Can or won't? Can't. Oh yeah, yeah. I just bought a lot of prune juice, and we're. <laughs> I'm not. I was about to drink it, but then I realized the toilet's broken, so I might uh, wait a bit. So just just eat a bunch of rice and keep it clogged in there for a little while. Maybe that's the problem. I eat a lot of potatoes and rice. That's yeah, a lot of starch. Uh, that's definitely my problem. Yeah. Do you, have you taken like Metamucil or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, uh, no, you haven't taken Metamucil. No, but I took other stuff very similar, oh. even even more heavy <laughs> duty duty. No, than... it's because you're scared of taking Metamucil. You're no, scared I... it's going to congeal in your throat. Well, I, I did choke one time when I tried to drink it, but. Uh, I took stuff that's more powerful than that. That's rookie stuff. I got a messed up stomach since like I was ten. You know, I, I'm on the pro stuff. It's on the pro stuff. Yeah, All but right. this is more of like a. There's a difference between like something that's going to clear you out, like a nuke, and something you take ongoing, like some fiber in your diet. You know, the right now fiber. I need a nuke. <laughs> so you bought prunes. Well, I mean that helps. You just need to watch out because if you continue down this route with taking different stuff, you're probably going to violate the four jobbers wellness policy. So Mm. (laughs) look what happened to Waxman. Exactly. To to be clear, that's not what happened to me. Oh, that was was not why I missed last. No clogged toilet, no clogged uh, self. Nothing was clogged last week. Anus was clear. (laughs) Everything was clear. Yeah. Nice. Okay. But I'm not at liberty to say anymore. You know, we're under... uh, of course. Uh, being in the times, I'm just unfit to compete. There we go. But you're in a relationship. Things are moving. Things are grooving. Moving, grooving. Getting free meals. Grooving. Getting free. Free, <laughs> free. Why don't you tell us, vegan Waxman, about your dream real quick? You don't have to use names or anything if you don't want to, but <laughs> I think Jason needs to hear this because he missed out on this uh, pre-show. Okay. Well, you, gotta, you guys are going to have to, anyone who's listening is also going to have to hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of ours, a dear friend of ours, just had uh, a baby. Well, his wife did. He didn't. He was there. Um, and my dream was that all of us guys were going to meet the baby. It was like, I think it was a baptism, some sort of ceremony. You have to see the baby. Yeah. And so we were lining up, and the guy in front of me in line grabs the baby, holds him, and he starts doing basketball moves, like putting the baby behind his back and like <laughs> passing it back and forth. <laughs> Through the legs. <laughs> Through the legs, exactly spinning on his finger and all that. <laughs> how was the baby I, I, through I, all of this? Calm. Cool, collected. Oh, nice. He no-sold the moves completely. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. Yeah. And I just remember turning to whoever. Were you in the Looney Tunes land? Or, uh... 
<laughs> and I just remember our friend was in front of the guy doing this, and he was just like, "Yeah, great job, well done." And I just remember leaning to the guy behind me. It's like, do, do do I have to do that too? <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> and luckily, the dream didn't go on much further from there. But uh, yeah, I what can't just. Amazing? They did that with Michael Jordan in uh, Space Jam. Remember, you, you, they roll them up in a little ball and they dribble that's them? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> I, I was thinking about right. that, too. Like, um, if you if your friend has a baby and you all go see the baby, right? And one of you is holding the baby. And let's say the baby does some weird, like, like, uh, like it just gl- glitches or jumps or something <laughs> in your arms. And you drop the baby. Like, would you ever be able to forgive your friend? <laughs> What do you mean? I don't think babies can jump or glitch. No, but like if it just like <laughs> shifted and we're like, eh. it, it, that's why you, that's why there's a very specific way to hold a baby. Yeah, I know. Let's say he he before he got a good grip, like you're handing the baby over and he didn't fully get it in, and he's like, and it just it just slipped out and he dropped and he the baby. Over, he oversold it basically. Babies, Could you ever forgive your friend? But babies can't even hold their own head up. What makes you think they're going to do like a backflip out they of your wiggle. arms? They wiggle. Wow. Uh, what if the baby glitches or <laughs> <laughs> No, but just imagine. He's going like, to jump. He's know, what's he doing what up there? What's so the funny. baby doing up there? I guess there? it depends on if there's like how much damage is done from the fall. Yeah, Michael but, Cole would have absolutely no idea what was going no on. No idea. Yeah. I said, "What's the baby? What's he doing in my arms? What's he doing? <laughs> yeah. What's he gonna do with that, that baby?" <laughs> Actually, that would be a good twist if somebody came to a wrestling match with a baby. Has Snits- it ever happened? Snitsky did it. Snitsky punted one oh, into yeah? the crowd. <laughs> Snitsky punted a baby into the crowd. They can oh, never wow. do that today, but they should punt a baby if it's into the a fake crowd. baby. Of course, they could. Well, at least AEW. Well, yeah, it was, it was yeah. a fake baby. That's well, true. Well, yeah, obviously it was a fake baby. <laughs> a real baby wouldn't have got that far. That's true. It would have been messier. That's okay. We're off to a terrible oh start. Wow. Jordan, uh, on that note, that match, I went back and watched it. The one you suggested, the dog collar match yeah. with Greg the Hammer Valentine in the crowd. Yeah. Definitely a crazy he match. Was in the crowd <laughs> by himself? Yeah. Why? Because he fought Rowdy Roddy Piper in the famous dog collar match. Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming he gets a payday for being involved in this in some sort of way, or at least he gets to relive former glories and stuff. So shout out to AEW and to Cody for bringing in legends like that and showcasing them. It also reminds, you know, all fans to go back and watch because even that matches before our generation, even yeah. Jason's oh, sure, old man, sure. Jason. So it gives us a reminder. It's interesting because AEW seems to do this thing at the minute where you they kind of almost tell you to forget about the last 20 years of wrestling and everything that they talk about in like like throwback even throwbacks to old WWF and WWE stuff is all like pre-2000 so it's like forget everything that happened in the last 20 years of wrestling it (laughs) went from the Attitude Era straight to AEW in 2020 like it's great I love it yeah, so that was definitely a good match. If you guys didn't watch it, go back and check that out. It's just interesting. It's not like a fantastic wrestling match, but they tell no. a good story. It's kind of vulgar and violent. Yeah. It's what you'd want from that kind of match, I feel. For, for one of those kind of matches that's quite gimmicky and you know that, yeah. you know, they tell you it's a dog collar match. There's not going to be a lot of chairs or ladders in it. It's mostly dog collars. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit gimmicky, but they, it's done very, very well. 
Good point. You can't bring in too much. There's not a lot you can do with that kind of match, right? No. So they did a really good job. Yeah. Anyway, let's get right in to Jason's homework of the week. Jason's homework of the week. Well, <laughs> this week, <laughs> this week we had uh, more of a collaborative effort. In the sense that Ooh, Jordan came up with upset. the whole thing on his own, and I uh, said, "Look okay. how mad he is." What? <laughs> Me? Who's mad? You? I'm not mad. I don't care. I I didn't okay, think good. of one, so Jordan thought of it. Um, your top four favorite, uh, Chris Jericho moments or matches or anything he's ever done. Top four I assumed moments. T- t- talk well, about. You can say a match if you want. I thought yeah. it was matches. Talk about no selling, right? Well, so to clarify. <laughs> This week, we have celebrated 30 years of oh, Chris yeah. Jericho in the business. So a fantastic feat from one of the greatest of all time. Whether you think that's in terms of wrestling or uh, ability on the mic, whether it's putting over other wrestlers or whatever you think it is, he genuinely is one of the greatest of all time. So the question was, um, your favourite we can even call it memories. It doesn't really matter. But your favorite moments with Chris Jericho, whether it be yeah, a match or whether it's a spot or whether it's a promo, it doesn't matter. Or whether it's a, an entire feud with somebody. What are your four favorite memories? How does that sound? That sounds good. Thank you, Jordan. That's all right. Um, that's why we're a team. And uh, as a Double- team, JJ Security. Leading off. Uh, hmm. will be Brad. What? What? I I'm not ready. I don't care. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> You're not ready. <laughs> I thought it was top four. What are you gonna do in the next ten minutes? Favorite what do you have? Matches. <laughs> well, I have also moments written down, so I just have to organize my. Okay, thoughts fine. Or, then you know, I will ready. lead it off. But I have my top four favorite no, no, matches. No. So whichever ones, whichever moments time. that I would have taken get used up i'll supplement them with matches all right i'm just gonna go first i'm gonna be really quick i actually kind of struggled with this not because i not because i don't like chris jericho i love chris jericho but i feel like a lot of his stuff i'm realizing i saw not live i don't know like i'm like a lot of the yeah like uh, the w he has a lot of great wcw moments um which i have one of them which i all I i went back and watched so i'll start off with one of those when he brought this long list out into the ring it was like uh, 100 feet long and he said he was the man of a thousand and four holds because he was feuding with dean malenko who was the man of a thousand holds and he would just he just read the whole list and kept popping in arm bar every like two or three holds <laughs> and it was just like really well done it sounds boring but when chris jericho does it it's not and it was very entertaining it was a great moment uh that's wcw nice. um Number three, very simple, would be when he threw Shawn Michaels' head through the Geratron 6000. Uh, you know, everyone, Classic. two, two so of the greatest of all time in a feud. They had multiple feuds. I mean, what what's what's better than that? And uh, what a way to kick it off with smashing HBK through the Geratron. Uh, number two, uh, let's just go with when he came back in 2012. I actually do mm. remember this specifically seeing it live. 
Um, and he came back with his nice little Bon Jovi haircut and his cute little vest. <laughs> and uh, he was like, yeah, baby, and walking out and everything like a classic rocker. And uh, he gets in the ring and he's and everyone's just waiting to hear anything he has to say because everything he says is great. And he just goes to talk and he doesn't talk. And then he go, starts like, like pointing at the crowd. Get, he's, get, he got, he's got them in the palm of his hand. Everyone's cheering. Then he goes outside and does like running around high fives and everything. Gets back in the ring, pretends to talk. Doesn't say anything for like, I don't know how long it went. Maybe like 10 minutes, maybe less. Doesn't say a word and leaves. And it was great. <laughs> and that One was of the greatest return. promos of all time. Yeah. Insane. It's just, that's, it's really? not always what you say. It's how you say it. It's your mannerisms. It's everything. He's, Absolutely. he's one of the best. Uh, so that's number two. And number one, it's got to be his debut. Um, I think it's my favorite theme song of all time. It's close him and his and Shawn Michaels, but Chris Jericho's like it hits differently. Like when he, he had the whole countdown thing, the millennium thing, all that Y2J stuff was amazing. And then it finally cuts, you know, the people expected him. They had like, uh, you know, people reading the dirt sheets. People had the crowd. Yeah. They had, they knew he was coming. Uh, his music hit. The song is amazing. Break the walls down. It's an amazing song. And then his his name massive on the Titan Tron. Jericho. Everyone loses it. He steps out like he's money instantly. He kind of got beat up a bit by the Rock on the mic, but you know he held his own. And held uh, his own. arguably one of the best uh, one of the best uh, entrances all time into WWE, especially yeah. coming from WCW. So I always loved when he started turned, you know, back to the to the camera. Uh, yeah, the arms out. That's also yeah, that was part of it. and then he turns and like it was everything was amazing about it. And and you start out with the rock, you start out on top, and you you know it, it's just that's number one, hundred percent, probably yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah, and, I uh, think yeah. if you think about like that particular moment, if you think about all the stars from WCW that obviously everybody expected to come across, and and he was possibly the biggest at that time and on wcw he was almost a nobody and he just managed to reinvent himself so well so yeah he was like the show stealer on wcw everyone respected him they wanted to watch him but they wouldn't give him the main event well that's it yeah which was a blessing in disguise because he got out when the getting was good you know a couple years before they went under and he uh and he went to a better company and that's it he killed yeah, it. Like, so. I never watched WCW, so I didn't know a lot about him. I'd only heard about him. And then you hear that he's supposed to be coming. So I was like, ugh, WCW guy. Yeah, but that know. entrance. I'm fiercely <laughs> WWF at that point, right? Because yeah. it was, you're one or the other versus each other. And that intro completely turned me around. I was like, holy shit. Music, <laughs> crazy. music is so guy. important. And WCW... Yeah. I can't. Their music sucked always. Like they didn't care about the entrances. It was just random laser <laughs> lights everywhere and this crappy music you could barely hear. But music is so important. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so that's my list. Um, let's go with uh, Mr. Jordan as number two. Of course. Um, okay, so let's see what we've got here. Um, I at number four have an honorable mention. Of course, as ever to AEW um, and his feud with Orange Cassidy mostly just his promos where his jacket seems to get more orange and orange every single week and he he keeps commenting on the fact that 
there's some kind of mutant orange juice that's seeping its way into the jacket and therefore his skin. Um, I think he actually faked hands at one point just to yeah. prove the point that the <laughs> the orange juice has dyed his skin, which is, is great. That's when I was watching with my valet and she was like, why is he so orange? Because like a yeah. lot of wrestlers get overly tanned and she'll be like, oh, so over like... But him, it's just like, he's actually orange. And I was like, yeah, yeah. it's long story. <laughs> yeah, it, it, genuine. It's just one of those moments where you've realized that, do you know what? This is not a creative thing. This is a Jericho wanted to have a bit of fun. And they've said, yeah, free reign, go with it. And you can see it come through in some of the, the, the way he talks and everything. It's great. So I thought that was uh, a good mention in there as one of my favorites. Definitely of, of more recent times. Um, in at number three... Um, I actually had the Festival of Friendship beautiful mm -hmm. with Kevin Owens um, there was almost a kind of um, a kind of throwback to uh, Mankind and The Rock This Is Your Life kind of sequence there you know there was um, a bit of retailing of old and and stuff like that so there was a lot of that that it reminded me when i went and watched it recently um oh yeah i forgot about how it all kind of panned out and then obviously it started off one of the the better feuds of the more recent years in in wwe um so yeah festival of friendship in there number three this is when it gets tricky um i I'm going to say my my top two are matches. Um, number two is probably the match that really got me excited about him. Uh, and it is Shawn Michaels versus Jericho, WrestleMania 19. Um, I remember, Absolutely. I think at that time I must have been like 14, something like that. And I remember thinking, oh, cool, you know, I'm going to watch WrestleMania and there's this guy, Chris Jericho, who I've seen on the show and he's good, but I don't, I'm not that invested in him. But then obviously you pair him with somebody like Michaels and that was exactly the point. It was to put him over uh, and it did exactly that. Incredible match. And then obviously we know that uh, years later we had exactly the same feud again, which just was also a thousand times... Um, uh, better than what we had there so yeah just just a great moment I, when i think about jericho i always go back to to that mania it reminds me of it um number one do you guys remember the uh hell in a cell match he had with triple h no um at, in judgment <laughs> day 2002 oh, judgment day he just he just retweeted that though i saw and he said it's a slept on match so i gotta check it out oh really ah hmm. uh, so I was thinking about some of the older stuff and there was a couple of like tweets and stuff that I saw of people messaging and this was one that popped up and I thought, do you know what? I do remember that. Mostly because I remember like the theme from the Judgment Day pay-per-view. So I thought, I'm going to go back and have a look at it again. I was like, yeah, this is insane. An incredible match. It is on the network if you fancy watching it. Um, go back and have a look. Triple H versus Jericho. Hell in a Cell. 2002 Judgment Day. Incredible. Good shout, Jordan. Jeez. A very different side of him, because obviously up until now we'd seen him as the man of a thousand and four holds, things like that. He was very yeah. he was a technical wrestler. This is the opposite of technical wrestling. So there you go. And that's my list. 
Fantastic. Let's those um, four th- those four things. Just made the list. You just made the list. Oh, a new list. Why is my name on it? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um, yeah, let's give Brad some more time to brainstorm because he has a small brain, and uh, let's go with a waxman. All I'm ready right. whenever. All right, I'll go. Um, a lot of mine were said already, for good reason. <laughs> they were great moments. Uh, Tell number us your four. Experience. You didn't talk a lot during the other two guys. You gave them their space. So yeah, it's no, your I, time. Got, I got. Feel I got. I got more to say. I got more to say on cool. them. Number four is kind of a fun one. Just uh, there was a. I don't even remember the match or who it was against. But at one point, it must have been just a random weekly show. And Jericho was a heel at the time, and someone in the crowd yelled at him, go back to Toronto. And what does he do? He yells right back, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that one... I still use that every now and then in my day-to-day conversation. It's just, it's so Jericho. Just that quick, like, I'm gonna turn around. You know what? I don't need to engage. I can totally ignore this jobber if I need to. But I'm not going to. You big stupid idiot. <laughs> so good. And he just put him in his place while he's still continuing the match. Class. And of course the cameras were right there to catch it. And it's it's probably one of the best um, responses to a heckler that yeah. I've ever seen. Just yeah, that, that's Quick class. one line is all he needed. And so I know it's kind of silly when he has so many other great moments. But that one for me is just, it's it sums up who Chris Jericho is. What makes him mm-hmm. great. He's a great wrestler, but it's just the personality of Jericho of yeah. Chris Jericho that elevates him into that higher echelon of performers. Great call. Number three, I'm going Extreme Rules 2012 Chicago Street Fight Chris Jericho versus CM Punk. This is what that weird Jeff Hardy and Sheamus storyline wished it was. Yeah. Right? With with uh, CM Punk, of course, being straight edge and Chris Jericho pouring liquor on him. I remember there was one time he meant to like, I think throw a bottle and it broke in his hand instead. And it was just the bottle of Jack Daniels, like a breakable glass. Yeah. He squeezed it too hard. And yeah, he slipped at the same time. But (laughs) despite all that, it was cool. It was a Chicago street fight. I'm pretty sure it was in Chicago. So of course, you know, CM Punk had the crowd Mm -hmm. behind him. Uh, It was a brutal match too. And it was just too good in-ring competitors two good talkers and you really believe these guys hated each other's uh way of lives and just people in general themselves as people in general so uh it was like a 30 minute match or 35 minute match too so it was plenty long but plenty interesting number two this one was mentioned by jason and i wanted to throw uh something extra that he did not mention and it was that return in 2012 when he cut that or cut that quote-unquote promo where he didn't actually say anything what's also fun to remember is that there was a bunch of vignettes playing in the weeks and months leading up to his return and they were super ominous and kind of creepy kind of unsettling Mm -hmm. and it made you think like okay Eventually, the dirt sheets leaked that it was going to be Chris Jericho, but at first, it's like on the second day of 2012, the world as you know it will end or something like that. It was like this haunted stuff. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's Jericho. He comes out and he's going, yeah, woo, woo, <laughs> running around, high-fiving everyone. And it's just, again, that's so Jericho. Someone mentioned it a couple weeks ago on a podcast, uh, on one of our podcasts. Is He'll just do things because he knows it bothers people. 
And I think that was that. It's just, it was supposed to be this big serious return, or we thought it was going to be, and then, no, it's Jericho, which is great, and he's being a goofball, rather than this <laughs> this, this serious with these, like, children and a school, and yeah. it's, like, black and brown. So that was great. And then number one, it does have to be when Chris Jericho threw Shawn Michaels through the Jerichron <laughs> 6000 on the highlight reel, uh, which good. kicked off their big feud. And what I really loved about it is that it's Jericho doing to Shawn Michaels what Shawn Michaels did to Marty Jannetty yep. all those years ago. And then what Kevin Owens did to Chris Jericho yep. a few years later. And that's, to me, the type of storytelling that WWE doesn't do very often. That long, like, oh, callback that works. It's not just like, oh, look, gimmick. It's poetic. A guy who looked up to Shawn Michaels, betraying Shawn Michaels in the same way Shawn Michaels betrayed somebody else, and then having that happen to him. Again, WWE doesn't do it very often, and sometimes they do it very badly. This was not one of those times, and it just it kicked off that really great feud in a in a in a great way. So that has to be number one for me, and it's two of my favorites of all time going against each other. How can I hate Absolutely. that? Absolutely. All right, so that's it. Great. That was very well done. Very well done. Um, I think that's it. So let's move on. Oh, I know, Brad. Yeah. Are you ready yet? Oh, I'm not. So if we could do the draft recap and we could talk let's about just, uh, Jordan's get you next toilet. Week. Mm. Next yeah, week, Brad's homework. I like that. So uh, he'll Brad's get an F because it's a week late. <laughs> I never get Fs except for in CJEP. <laughs> <laughs> except for in college. <laughs> yeah. When I went to school with Jason. Yeah, uh, yeah. go ahead. So, Chris Jericho. I need a little more time. What are you guys drinking tonight? I'm having Canadian Club and Cola. Delicious. Prune what juice. are you guys on tonight? Water. Uh, Waters for the boy. Ooh. I'm have a nice waters. swim. I'm trying to watch my uh, calorie intake, so I've got some Tenants Light. Ooh. Denny. It's like Jason? it's like a Coors Light. If you wanna if you wanna stall a bit, do you think like all that stuff we talked about was written for Jericho and he was just told to like come out? All right, you're gonna come out on your return and you're not gonna say a word. Like, was he told to do these things? Was did he have more freedom? I think he's talked about that moment, or at least other moments he talks about. Vince was always aware, except for it's like off the cuff, you know, like when he'd yell at a fan or something. But otherwise, yes. You think there's less freedom now? Yes. Because, like, we were talking about, like, we felt like they really hated each other, and that doesn't, like, I would say Randy Orton and Drew are doing pretty well in that regard. But, yeah. you know, the two people that should hate each other the most right now, Sasha and Bailey, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. Uh, I feel like they dragged it out. It was hotter at one point, and then they dragged it. And it lost steam. Well, because it's just also the delivery of, of talking to each other. It's just, it's just like so cookie cutter. I think, I think some people have definitely got it on the mic. And Jericho is definitely one that, that does. So regardless yeah. of what the feud is going to be, you know that at least 50% of those promos leading up to this match, you know, whatever the match might be, is going to be incredible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. feels he, he, like... I, but he also elevates the other person. But I feel, if I'm watching somebody like Bailey and um, Sasha, I don't feel like either of them are that good on the mic. 
No, it sounds like they're they're going out there and just they, trying to deliver what they were told well, rather than being that person and that embodiment of the character. But I've never but I've never seen either of them do particularly well. So maybe the I, reason that Jericho had a little bit more freedom was because he had proved that he, could, he was good. He, he could do it on his own. But that's kind of funny, though. There's less great mic performers now. There's no Jericho. There's no Christian. Who's the best? John. Ever or right Kevin now? O- no, right now. Kevin Owens for sure is one Kevin of Sammy Owens, and Kevin. Sammy Zane. I think Seth is AJ. really good on the mic. AJ and Seth. Seth is pretty good. Yep. AJ's um, dope. AJ's really good. Bailey's good. Yeah, she's okay. Like she's Charlotte and Becky are good when they're healthy. Char- Becky was pretty good, I guess, but it was a very quick. Like, e- yeah, even if we're not fans of her, she delivers a great promo. Yeah. She gets over. Yeah. I think they focus a lot more on the the in ring ability and the talent rather than yes the, Miz the and mic. Morrison they're good Miz and Morrison yeah but again it's a good point because people, like watching people... old Raws to get some Jericho matches and such because I thought it was top matches so I was watching as much of the episode of Raw that I could there's a lot of promos a yeah. lot yeah. more and promos all the matches were schmazes like big time schmazes yeah a lot of the matches are pretty bad. Like when Jericho won, became undisputed champion, he beat two people in the same night. They were complete schmozfest matches. A great moment, nonetheless. Great yeah. moment. But that's you say it's that's the easier. Thing. They, they moved, obviously, to, to build the wrestling talent. But that means that the people who were great at promos, who are still around, you've still got some of them around. Yeah. They are now not the top talent because it's all about like if you think about the people who are selling just now, most of the people who are selling aren't the ones that are great on the mic. It's because they look good and they can wrestle well. Do you know well, what I mean? I would think yeah. a it's easier to take a good wrestler and make them better on the mic, or to pair them with a valet or manager who is good on the mic than there is to take someone who's really good on the mic and not so great in the ring and make them better in the ring. And you can't exactly put that person with a good wrestler and that person is still a viable, you know, singles competitor. Right? You can put Roman Reigns with the Paul Heyman. You could put Bobby Lashley with an MVP. You can put um, you know, any number. Brock Lesnar? Yeah, you could put Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman. And mm. they're a lot more believable as a singles competitor because they have someone to do the talking for them. Whereas you couldn't take, let's say, uh, I'm trying to think of someone who's good on the mic and not great in the ring. Enzo? Sure. You could. You can't take an Enzo, pair him with Big Cass, and then suddenly it's like, oh, well, Enzo's going to be a world champion yeah, because he's true. got Big Cass with him. Even Big Cass is not amazing in the ring either. <laughs> but uh, either way, you, you can't take Enzo and put him with Daniel Bryan. And then, yeah, well, it's only specific instances yeah. like Goldberg, terrible on the mic. He was a great least, character, like, though, without bursts, having to say much. Great character, but horrible wrestler. Mm. Uh, that's kind of harsh. Why do you think Just his matches he hurt were your, he hurt your hero? Seconds. That's why <laughs> he hurt many people. Yeah, okay. I mean, he wasn't a great wrestler. Fine. Yeah, he had limited moveset. He was bad. He was a bad wrestler. You, yeah, awful. 
you think he, he was can't, bad? He not have a match career? that was multiple minutes because he was bad. It's known. Yeah. Okay. Can well, see. I mean, anyway, let's get to my list real quick here. Let's do it. Already? Okay. It's been ready. It better be good. <sighs> no, I, that I cannot promise. All right, number four. <clears throat> Pause for effect. Just like Jericho. Ooh. Mania 2000, Jericho, Angle, Benoit. Ugh. Great match. It's mm. one of the matches that I actually remember. It's, I probably remember it a lot because of Kurt Angle, but going back to watch it, I started to remember the moments, got back into it, and now I remember why I like that match. Fantastic match. Too short, but great match. Is that... Is that the European Championship, yeah. IC Championship, like, yep. dual? Oh, yeah, that's class. Yeah, so good. It was yeah. two out of three <laughs> falls, wasn't it? First falls yeah. for IC, second for uh, European, or vice versa? Because Kurt Angle freaks out, loses a belt yeah. early on in the match, and then eventually loses another one. Like, it's so good. Yeah, He was yeah, supposed to use... Jericho was supposed to be in the main event, I heard, recently. Yeah. But uh, he got swapped out for top 10 McFoley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. They wanted to do that. Hmm. All right. Number three. This one I knew right away had to be on my list because it's one of the ones that sticks out in my mind. When he punches Shawn Michaels' wife in the face. For real? <laughs> he actually clocks her in the oh, face. Geez. And it's just one of those moments that it sticks out in my mind because I couldn't believe they did it. Even at the age that I was watching it, I was like, I can't believe they just did that. He punched her in the face. He punched his wife. Like, so good. That's <laughs> so good. I mean, <laughs> I'm guessing. It was by so accident. Good. Like, he didn't, you know. Yeah, I'm like guessing it moved. wasn't deliberate. Yeah. No, he wasn't supposed to really crack her, but she took it. Like a champ. Should have given her a belt. Yeah. It's just so good. Just amazing moment. Class. All right. Number two. Raw. May 21st, I believe it was 2001, Jericho, Benoit, defeat, Austin, and Triple H. One of those moments that stands out in my mind because of how good Jericho was. And it's one of those things that, like, as a youngster, not fully believing in him because I was believing in the stars, you know, the guys that they pointed you towards. But this guy comes in. And Benoit I wasn't sure of either, but crazy match. And at the time... We're all against Triple H and Stone Cold. You know, it was a weird moment as a Stone Cold fan to be rooting against him. But these sort of underdog duo comes up and actually gets it done. It was crazy. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, this was because obviously Stone Cold and Triple H were tag champions at the time, right? Two-man yeah, power well, trip. Yeah, as, <laughs> as like Vince's kind of weird tag... I don't even know what it was. It, I, I was. it was like the night before, I think. It might have been a pay-per-view the night before yeah. where Vince did that turn or Austin, whatever. He orchestrated this tag team championship. Right, yeah. Is that when he tore uh, his yeah. quad, Triple H? Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Another uh, reason yeah, why okay. that match is so special. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. It, in like a weird way, but it is. Like it's an it's unbelievable, incredible. Because he finished the match. Feat of, yeah, of, hu of human stubbornness like yeah <laughs> you tore your quad off the like 
Insane. Yeah. It wasn't even both, like McMahon. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, Vince didn't get up and finish a match, did he? No, but he sta- sat there and told people off. <laughs> Apparently, he tore one quad doing that, and then he wouldn't get help leaving the ring. So oh, he tore really? his other quad oh walking God. back to the, to the backstage. Oh, wow. That's yeah. incredible. Why did he like, slide that's, in? That's stubbornness right there. Yeah, it's so weird that he slid in. Has he ever level. slid in the yeah. ring? I don't know. I don't know why. He's he like, you know, I'm going to slide, gonna slide this one time. Ah. He, he's the boss. They would have waited for him. He's like, no, there's no time, Vince. He slides yeah. in in his suit. He's like, what? Yeah. At least he didn't slide under it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like Titus, when he falls coming towards the ring and goes like under. One of the, still one of the greatest moments in wrestling history. Oh, my God. That's why he's still on the roster. Yeah, Vince is just sure. going to pay him for years just for, for sure. that moment. On that one moment. He actually got, and Austin, he got drafted. Recently, he, he did. did get drafted. He actually like managed to make round. it into yeah. a draft. Yeah. Oh my god. Like the, he's, that should have been a separate raw underground trash roster. Ugh. I mean, during that match, also I was watching it today. Like Jimmy Corderas being around was so funny. It's good to see him still. Shout out to uh, Sportsnet. I'm watching him on there. Great. What was Austin's theme at that time? Heel Austin had this horrible theme song. It was it was the same, but it was like. An actual song. It's a remix. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it was like, step up. I like that one. That was dope. Really? Yeah. No, but better than like the that. classic Austin? I mean, not better, but it was still pretty sick. See, that's I guess think it's the connotation that I have with Heel Austin and that song. Maybe that's what... It re- well, it reminded me of when Kane added uh, lyrics to his um, theme song. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's good. Yeah. I don't know the words, but it was roughly that melody. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. I just want to also say, Shawn Michaels at Mania 19, he had that AJ Styles Bailey haircut. Oh, and yeah, I fucking yeah, yeah. hate it. Shawn Michaels yeah. with that mom yeah. haircut sucks. Yeah, yeah. At least he's not in sick match. tights, though. I have to say it. Yeah, he still the didn't tights. have his pa- chap pants yet. <laughs> That's definitely one of the best matches ever. You know, Jericho hitting him with the sweet chin music. You know, yeah. definitely can't take that away. And it was and only it definitely... like it was like the third match of the night or something like that. It wasn't that far at the card either. Yeah. No. Yep. In fact, I think and that shout was, out to whoever was... said that before. Like it gave Jericho a lot of respect. Yeah. In my mind, you know, yeah. for sure, both of those feuds were fire. Number one. I have to go with my favorite Jericho moment. The Festival of Friendship. It has to be. Everything. Yeah, the Kevin boss. Owens feud. Everything. Jericho and KO. Even going back today watching it. So funny. The chatter that they have in between matches. Them as a team is Ugh. one of the best things ever in my life. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But in the, in the world of wrestling, it's so good. And the Festival of Friendship, you know, he still says today, no one knew, you didn't know, because they teased it so much and teased it so much, and you, you don't know if it's coming, you don't know if it's coming, and then bang, it happens. He wanted to make it Red Wedding Game of Thrones level. It's not that, but it's so good, and I love it so much. <laughs> it is quality. Far too good. I mean, there's so many good Jericho moments. Like, I have pages full of matches and moments and trying to figure out your favorites is so difficult because there's so many mm. good moments and you don't want to forget things. But Even this man, he, he, you know, he fought 
all over the world, and getting worldwide experience definitely contributed to his great career. For sure. Like, going through, I'm sure you guys did it as well, going through some of the back catalogue of stuff, you know, looking at uh, other people's lists and going through some of the stuff on- online and whatnot. And you come across things and you're like, yeah, so you did. I totally forgot about that. Yep. Put- putting yep. over Fandango at WrestleMania. Crazy. Like, we were there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, oh, my oh, God. wow. That's that's insane. If you think about who Chris Jericho is or, or was even at that time. Um, well, if you look it, back on it, yeah, because Fandango is nothing. But back then, he was pretty yeah, high. dust. But um, so yeah, I think yeah. Shout out to the man; he is incredible. He's definitely, definitely in the conversation for some of the you know maybe the top four, top five of all time in terms of overall in ring ability as well as as uh, on the mic. So yeah, well Did done you, to him. Well done to up him. There. Did anyone navigate the transition from Attitude Era to now better than Chris Jericho? Well, the only one that I can think of that has done it, not on the same scale, but the only person that has done it and has remained the same character is The Undertaker. They might be the yeah. only two, right? Yeah. yeah. It, like, Triple I can't... That, yeah, but The Undertaker was more because his character was never particularly attitude-y. Like, no, he had the correct. American badass. So, the American... It was, uh, the American... The Undertaker, <laughs> it was... The uh, American... <laughs> The American it was taker. a little bit easier, but yeah, Jericho, Jericho almost kept a little bit of the Attitude Era aspect of him better than yeah, better yeah. than anybody else. Like he if was, you think was, the only other one that I could maybe have an argument for is Kane, but I think hmm. Kane changed so much in terms of from that you know from the the demon to um, corporate. To that, to, to the kind of corporate to then he's on back the list. to be in the right. demon he may be he's, he's in after he's in those there. three I would definitely put but a lot, Jericho Triple people H got Taker sick of him head. though people got but, sick of Kane they yeah, wanted yeah. him gone because he's uh, always in the main event but never had a chance to win that's the problem yeah. it's not his fault people got sick of Kane because also they built him up as this monster yeah. and then he just would lose every time yeah. give him the big show treatment yeah yeah, yeah exactly that, yeah. big show big so guy treatment like, and he made money like, he was on not the biggest anymore. matches in hell in a For cell sure. and what's the one where the chamber the chamber pod match whatever elimination <laughs> chamber elimination <laughs> pod Jer- chamber. Jericho I challenge you to a chamber pod match <laughs> uh, where they I'm all have to Oh, Jason would love that match right now. Chamber pot. He can't do it. He can't do it. Nothing's coming out. He's not drunk as prune juice. Oh, he's going to shit. Him. He's going to shit. But if you fight Jason in the match where he unlocks it, oh, you Oof. lose. <laughs> Done. I also uh, want to say a few things about him. I just want to say he bit. never wrestled the hearts in WWF. You know, he trained in the heart dungeon, but he never fought Brett, yep. never fought Owen. I wish nope. he did. Those would have been beautiful. I also he was to... there when Owen was still there, though. Yes. 98, and Owen passed away in 99, I think. And I think he tried to get feuds with him and stuff, and it never worked out. Unfortunately. Yeah. He started as cowboy Chris Jericho. And look where yeah, he is yep. now. So, absolutely incredible. Whatever they give you, you got to stick with it. There's been certain moments throughout his career. Uh, one of them... Where you know Vince would tell him you've had the worst match ever. It's like after Jericho and KO fought, apparently at WrestleMania, Vince told KO that's one of the worst matches 
in WrestleMania history. Something, something, <laughs> something. And after their incredible feud and everything, and right, the match wasn't the best. But Jericho told KO, this is part of what he does. You know, he's going to break you down, see how they rebuild you. And I've seen other corporations do this to people. You know, especially as you rise up, you start to see how that happens. And it was really good advice. And I'm glad that KO had Jericho there to guide him through that process. For sure. I think what that's a boy. It. I think that's all I had he just, on Jericho. Um, he just lived and breathed his gimmick, his character. He looked mm-hmm. for any little thing to give him an edge or some interesting twist to his character. And he dove right into it. And it just feels like... Like, who really does that? Like, I guess people still do it today. I don't know. Maybe there's not as much freedom today to do it. Maybe there's too... Even though the show's longer, for some reason, there's less opportunity to do it. I, I don't know. It just it just feels so much more controlled now than it did back then. Um, and, and this is also on the back of also being the lead singer of... Yeah. You know, Ozzy, a, multiple a, breaks. A band. Yeah. He kept that, taking breaks to go be a yeah. rock star. <laughs> so every so often, yeah, I'm just gonna. Sorry, I've got a tour. I need to go and record an album and do a tour, and I'll come back and oh, I'll probably be back for the Royal Rumble next year or something yeah. like that. And his like, returns were never stale. Like they're always exciting no, when he would come back. Exactly. But maybe that's why we loved him so much because he actually went away every so often. That's important. Reinvent yourself and yeah, yeah what uh, he said so many times. Oversaturated. Yeah, big time yeah, days. He, Stale. If you see the same person over and over and over, you get bored of it, right? Yep. You also see their their Twitter and they're like talking about all sorts of things, and you're like, oh, okay. So it, yeah, yeah it, it's a different a different world for sure. And they used to be on the road all the time, so he used to be constantly, hours and hours driving town to town, and they would play these games like you have to name a wrestler, name a a letter, and you have to name all the wrestlers, or they would just play different games on the road, and they would study and study and study and watch matches together and talk about them and comment on them. And when you're in the car with someone, you're constantly brainstorming ideas and talking about, would this work? Would this work with my gimmick? And I think that's something that, especially right now, probably isn't there. You finish work. For sure. You go home. And sure, you reflect and think about it yourself. And you hop on Twitch. Yeah, you hop on <laughs> Twitch. Yeah. And, oh, some of the Twitch stuff is bad. But some of Do it a couple of, is good. A couple of no, cameos. AJ, AJ's sick on Twitch. Styles? AJ Styles. I haven't watched I mean, in a perfect in a perfect world, like it's great that they have all these other outlets to do, and I, I think they should be allowed to do it and make money off it without WWE like in their pockets. But, I mean, it does take away from kayfabe, and it takes away from their character and everything. It just does, like, for me. But maybe because I'm old school. It's just, like, you know, I'm used to not seeing everything that the rock was doing in 2000 and all his political beliefs and all his like his dreams and tweets and everything like it just you know it's different it's just eh, yeah i don't know is that one of the dangers of having these realistic characters and like real people as their character no i mean i I like that but then if they disconnect and they're the same name and the same everything online but they're completely different from their gimmick i don't know well that's that's I guess what they need to do is, you know, if you're going to have somebody be themselves, they almost have to be themselves. They can't, you can't make them a character, but have the same name. Think, they, uh, they, they need to change their name. But like somebody like um, uh, Jason's favorite, Lana. <laughs> Lana. Lana came into it as the ravishing Russian with that awful Russian accent and suddenly just lost it still the same person mm-hmm. 
she's not gone you know she doesn't wrestle as cj perry she wrestles still as lana but she now doesn't have the accent what happened she just spent long enough in the usa and now she's appropriated the any other tv show would give us some kind of explanation even if it's stupid be like i was faking it so i could be with rusev now he's gone fuck him or anything give me it's a story it's a story on a TV show, and they keep calling yeah. themselves the longest-running TV show. Blah blah blah. So give me a, give me anything. Give me a garbage <laughs> something. Maybe go, maybe if they she, keep putting her through the announce table, she'll get it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna hit her in the head one day. Oh, she's rushing again. Uh, <laughs> uh, crash. <Yeah. laughs> Whatever it is, she does. That's crash. Oh God. Uh, yes. Well, shout out to Jericho, legend. May you have many more. Um, I. Still watch you every single day. No, I don't. That's a lie. Every single week on AEW. Every day. I, I just watch the same day. shit over and over and over. <laughs> no, I watch you. I'm watching AEW every week, and uh, every week is fantastic. So, yeah, keep it up, my man. Um, very exciting. Shall we? We've spoken a lot about Jericho, which is good. Yeah. But uh, shall we have a look at what else happened this week? Obviously, we had a. A draft. Aye. Shall we a have a discussion draft. about a daft draft? Fair. Yeah, we might what as well you... jump right into it. Yeah. What did you guys think overall? Because obviously we were questioning it last week and the week before mm-hmm. about the actual process of it because there's no face to the brands anymore. It's just um, Ended SmackDown up being and Stephanie Raw. just reading yeah. out the picks. Which. It's not what I would have done. No, but it's better. It's better than what they did a few years ago, where it was just like a panel, mm. and they would go, oh, "Oh, sorry, sorry, breaking news in my earpiece that isn't actually there. <laughs> uh, Kane's gone to SmackDown." What do you mean breaking? Come on, we all we know this is predetermined. Like, <laughs> come on. And um, what did you think of Face Stephanie? She was joking with the names and stuff and, like, being super sweet and being, like, Stephanie McMahon that we see in media on stage. Uh, Anyone else know just being herself. Neutral. Neutral. Don't care. care. Uh, I think the... I mean, she's not really in the story right now. Yeah, exactly. The more Steph gets involved in the story, the more she is a heel. She just is one of those people who... She can't really not be a heel. I don't. Yeah. I don't really she's the believe boss. her. Because she's the boss, and she's well. You tell you know, us she's, she's a bad guy for twenty years. Like, of course, we're gonna still have that in the back of our minds. She's part of the McMahon family, and they always screw us over. Yeah. I just yeah, but she's neutral. I I don't. Yeah. I, I didn't read anything into it personally. I didn't read into it as face or heel. She's just the the mouthpiece of hundred percent. Yeah. Weird, I've, like whomever the powers that be are that yeah. dr- that are drafting these Again, these not a rosters. huge deal just something i noticed and i was like "Eh." i think on the back of what you said about people using their own name as their character that's exactly that problem because we know that the stephanie mcmahon is very different from stephanie mcmahon helmsley yeah do you know what i mean very true so actually i think she was not playing her character during the draft. She was all, being, no, she all the yeah, jokes that yeah. Jericho's done over the years at Stephanie McMahon. So, <sighs> oh, yeah, <laughs> the 
the puppies? Oh, True, I mean, eh? No one. Like, yeah, the, the puppies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. It just that. popped into my mind. Yeah. Dude, you think of those two together and the storylines that they've had over the years. He's Amazing. made several comments for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Even little comments um, he would say during like random raw promos and stuff. I'm yeah. I'm trying to think of them now, but watching through them today again, there's little things that he would little jabs like great ones. Um, so yeah, I think she wasn't p- playing her character. She was being Stephanie McMahon. Mm. Um, the CFO or CEO, I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, she CFO. was she was being herself, as if it was like, oh, I'm outside of the world of wrestling, doing this for yeah. the business. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's that's fine if that's how you that's want to do it. That's that's fine. I wish they just did it like, you know, a real draft, like a sports draft. Like they could have had a fake representative for each yeah. uh, TV network and they could have been like Pierce. at a table. Yeah. And they could have been like mulling over the picks. And if someone gets picked like, oh, crap, now I got to pick someone else, you know, like actually look like they're picking. It's that predetermined. Night. So you have all the time you want to set that up, don't you? Yeah. And the picks weren't realistic. Like uh, Dana Brooke getting picked like high up in the draft, like before Alexa Bliss even, I think. Or getting picked at all, like because like, it's got to be kayfabe, right? So like she hasn't won or done anything in years. Ooh, let's pick her. It's like no, you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't pick Ricochet. He hasn't done anything except fake a win recently, pretending to get hit by a chair. It's the first time he's gotten a win in like ten years. It's like you wouldn't pick these guys. It's yeah. got to be kayfabe. It's got to be that's it's a kayfabe draft because they keep saying it's... sleeper, sleeper. It's a sleeper pick. I'll make it the first round. You can't have a sleeper in the first round. No, it's called the reach. Just... I don't think the draft really had the impact because we were talking about this before we came on the air is that most people stayed on their brand and anyone who moved, moved with the person they were in a feud yeah. with already. Yeah. So it's like nothing changes. Nothing no. really but it, changes. But it could change down the line, I guess, you know, it once the feud wraps the up. The only, the only feud I saw that that broke up was Apollo Crews going to SmackDown, mm-hmm. whereas uh, the Hurt yeah. Business stayed on Raw. But that yeah. That's a dead been horse. A while ago anyway. It's been yeah, beaten exactly. to death. But there's a lot of dead horses that are con- <laughs> continuing to be are beaten just on a new show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's... I think there are some changes that are welcome um, and there's going to be some newer feuds. Do you know what I noticed more than anything out of the draft? And we've said the exact opposite for a while. Maybe I'm just not counting it well in my head. I thought there was so many more than what there was in terms of talent. There's not that many. And I feel like I'm thinking, oh, there's so many sure. people either haven't come back yet or there's so many people that haven't, um, you know, that are injured just now. Actually, that's not the case. That yeah. is everybody. And I've. Well, keep in mind, they also drafted a lot of tag teams and groups as tag teams. So it wasn't retribution, true. like eight guys. Retribution. <laughs> Why is retribution even available? Like, it just doesn't no, make sense. No, we don't ask that question anymore. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Now it's just, you know, whatever. They're, they're basically yeah. WWE superstars. Let's draft, yeah, like let's draft the people who are... Rude. We're not drafted yeah. individually. Yeah, the, they were drafted as Dolph Ziggler and Robert yeah. Roode, for example. But why, though? They weren't a tag team for the past month or so. Or, like, the best example would be New I Day. Don't know. You had the opportunity to take all three, but you took Big E alone. I know. That was just such a ridiculous way to split them just up. Just take it's like, all three and then split them up yourself. Why would a like GM in their mind be like, eh, I don't want them? You know, former tag team champions, Kofi, yeah. 
Xavier, but like, champs shouldn't be able to be drafted. It makes no sense. You're the Raw Tag Team yeah. Champions. You shouldn't be able to just yeah, be taken then, to SmackDown and then just swap the belts. Like, all right, have mine. Yeah, we'll just. Yours, why don't we just swap the belts? Yeah, that's uh, ridiculous. Uh, swap the, and all the like in a, such a stupid little moment. Okay, we're just gonna trade belts. No, trade. but did you see what Xavier Woods did? He's like, yeah, uh, I guess that's the most logical. Like, you could kind of see, like, <laughs> yeah. he was like, well, these you idiots want us to do this. Fine, let's it's, do it. It's like, so true. Like, Xavier <laughs> doesn't hide it. I love it. No, he's then, great. Like, obviously, you've then got um, all right, first pick for Raw. <clears throat> the champ. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. You ready? First, first pick for Raw. <clears throat> well, of course, it's going to be your champion on that show. I like, know. Why, why, the champions shouldn't even be in the draft. Exactly. They should just go, your champions are on the brand. They, yeah. are, they stay on the brand. That that should they should be exempt from it because we know that your first two picks are going to be your top champions from that show. It just takes away from the reality of it. It just Granted, makes it seem like you're trying to like we're like we're idiots. Like yeah, I guess yeah, we are. Yeah, because we keep Granted, watching. <laughs> I was I was surprised yeah. that the next round, well, not the next round, but like the next picks were Asuka for Raw, yep. but it wasn't Bailey for SmackDown. <laughs> I thought that was really bizarre because I'm thinking, well, hang on a minute. Why would you not if why wouldn't they draft all the champions then? like if if raw picked Asuka and Smackdown picks Ricochet then you should if pick Raw's Bailey. got the next pick you go cool yeah. we'll have Bailey then yeah yeah we have both the championships yeah perfect <laughs> so it didn't it doesn't make sense just didn't like the execution of it in general i remember old years they would do they'd have like the the tumbler yep. and you could still fake that to get of the course. results you want just get a little more or what i know they did in recent years they didn't have the entire roster up for draft they would each brand would make five picks yeah from the other t from the other brand yeah to switch yep that was how john cena and batista right switched brands Back uh, like 2006, almost made my Jericho moments when Cena debuted on Raw oh, on the sure. highlight reel, and then Jericho turned heel on him. But just I don't know the the draft that was built up as being this thing, and it's yeah I don't even care that much about the results of it. Like it's cool, you know. Elias came back. I like him. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Lars Sullivan came back, but I think he might be on his way back out again it seems like no one wants to watch on instagram him. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. everyone all i saw was the comments everyone's like get rid of him i hate him Rah. like jeez but it was his nice to have like a, a scary character a that could come in you know get someone else to do it then i don't know you need some monsters for sure yeah it's great for storylines how about um seth rollins first match as a smackdown Ugh. superstar was on raw <laughs> yeah i don't i don't it, it, again, yeah, that too. It, why this guy is being like, yeah, I'm on SmackDown. It's because we then, yeah, need... He shows up on Raw. We need representation of who's in charge. As much as we we scoffed at general managers in the past, it, it was good to just have someone that could pretend to be <laughs> holding things together and hold people accountable. And just like when Ric Flair was running one and Vince McMahon was running one or Shawn Michaels, whoever. Yeah. NXT still has one. NXT still has Mr. William Regal, Regal. right? And he's great. So get one. If he, yeah. yeah. If, if Daniel Bryan doesn't want to come into the arena, put him through a satellite yeah. or anyone. Anybody. Really, any person. Adam Billy Pierce Kate. could stay one and get a Dabakato to do the other one. Who cares? <laughs> <Anyone>? <laughs> but it builds storylines as well. 
Like, yeah, your general manager doesn't need to be necessarily a wrestler. It could be literally anybody. Well, literally yeah, anyone. That, that's it. Yeah. You're right. You know, but you can build a story around that. So instantly, by having a general manager, whoever it might be, you've already said, cool, here's another storyline I can have with the rest of the talent on the show. Rather than just have them sitting in the back with their thumb up their arse, picking their noses, you've got somebody else that can... They, Hopefully not. Yeah, but, the same it, but no, no. It looks more realistic too. That or hand. They care about their talent and they have someone putting <laughs> stuff together and not just right? people randomly walking out like, let's have a match now. Okay, cool. So another thing I thought was interesting is that um, when you look at the, the roster now, the you have the men listed as the men, women listed as women, and then you've got men's tag teams slash factions, okay? Slash factions. Um, slash factions which is interesting so on um raw there is the new day the heart business the miz and morrison retribution and lucha house party okay maybe two of them are in fact no only one of them is a faction and that would oh no sorry two of them are factions heart business and retribution my apologies um smackdown is the same they've got four Street Profits, they they have no factions, by the way. Just tag right. teams. Street Profits, Cesaro and Shinsuke, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, Ray and Dominic. So they're... Are they a tag team? The, apparently so. I okay. guess. So, so you're not going to... You're not they gonna, were drafted together, so... But you're not going to develop Dominic? You're just going to say, yeah, let's stick him into the... The tag team, t- you know, picture. Why would you not take Ray as himself? Well, was and his th- wife drafted to Raw? <laughs> he was yeah, <laughs> yeah Aliyah's gone to NXT. Divorced. I don't know. Like on that note, the Fiend got drafted to Raw, Raw. but Kevin Owens goes to SmackDown. Aren't they in a feud? Nope. Yeah, but Alistair, Bla- Alistair, Alistair Black went to SmackDown. Yeah, Mister Black. And I always thought that The Fiend with Kevin Owens was more of a intermediate. We haven't seen Braun Strowman on television in a little while. And I suspect that's not done. I think right. there's they're, they're going to clash well, again. You'll see him on I Friday. I don't really care. The, the Fiend's kind of boring me right now, I'm going to be honest. Mm. Uh, he needs general, someone to go against, right? He needs something to do. Exactly. It's just I'm, I don't care. I don't care about this this thing. I don't care about the thing with Alexa Bliss. I don't. Ooh. I don't care. I like. There's no I like stakes. the dueling sister I, Abigail's. I do. That was yeah. Beautiful. And I done. like a good blood feud. I do like a good blood feud. But the Kevin Owens thing seems so shoehorned, and the whole time, like, well, what happened to Alistair? Yep. You're feuding with Alistair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just get give him something more. Give him something consistent, and then I'll care about the fiend. But that's a uh, that's not draft related. So let's say you were we doing have something positive to say. <laughs> this actual yeah. draft. All right, because how it actually went was first round: Drew McIntyre. Roman Reigns, Asuka, Seth Rollins, all great picks. Then, the Hurt Business, kind of an okay, sure. AJ Styles, Sasha Banks, Naomi. Mm. She hasn't wrestled in forever. The yep. other team, SmackDown, takes Bianca Belair. Like it just doesn't make sense. That early, I think, and then third I round, the- Ricochet, Jey Uso, Mandy Rose, Ray and Dominic. Like, if you were having an actual draft, that was your picks? Could you imagine? I would the, not the take problem Mandy is, Rose. Obviously, 
they've they split it into two pools and yeah. i think that's yeah. that that's the difference so they went okay you've got one pool that has some of our big talent and the rest of them and then the other pool that has the rest of the big talent and the rest of them. That's so it. Otherwise, on, on Raw, they'd just have all the jobbers left to choose from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, so and it's I, like we kind of see that. that. We kind of get that. But then also... Well, they both not... picked from the pool, though. What does it matter? You know what I mean? It's like, like it with your just... first pick, you're allowed a top pool. Second pick, top pool. Third yeah. pick, yeah. garbage pool. Fourth pick... Dumpster, octopus, Raw underground, jizz. octopus. What yeah, was I was gonna say octopus pool. So it's just I don't know. All around, I think we all can say we weren't expecting much. We didn't get much. Yes. No. Disappointing. Right. Disappoint. 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 Uh, the Skype call just like lagged and went, and Brad's voice disappoint, 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 disappoint. I heard that too. That was the best thing that's ever happened. The worst part is that whoever's listening to this isn't going to hear that. No, they're not going to hear that at all. I really hope it is. If it if it is, nice. All right, we are back after some technical difficulties on my end. Disappoint, disappoint, disappoint. And <laughs> we're going to wrap this thing up uh, in classic jobbers fashion with some botches. Uh, is there anything you guys want to say in closing before I get to my closing notes? Closing notes? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I... Closing notes. Bloody hell. Um, All right, quickly, uh, nothing. So closing notes, Big E versus Sheamus. Crazy match. Did you guys watch it? Yeah. Yeah. No. What did you think? Not yet. It was, was good. It was good. Good amount of good amount of color, as uh, Jordan would say. There was some color for sure. Right before the match, uh, Big E whips his jacket at Corey Graves because Corey Graves was talking shit about it. He goes, "I hope we trade him." No, that that was <laughs> that's amazing. That was amazing. Yeah, like absolutely fantastic. Like, that's what we want to see. You know, talking about Chris Jericho today. Take a page out of his book. Yeah. Interact live. If they're gonna handcuff you with your promos, you never know what'll come about. Right? Bit of the bubbly. Seemingly came out of nowhere. Yeah. Right? So, bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. Oh, my God. Love that moment. The pancake area, super funny. That match all around was great. We got to see Sheamus' white butt when he pulled down his shorts. You know, horrific to some. Uh, <laughs> I expected a lot of ginger fur, but I don't know if he's a real ginger. So that would have been the moment that we got to see it there. Um, mm. You know, there's the rest of the stuff. I mean, Jason, you want to take it away with the Lana news? Yeah, I mean, we've, we've learned this week that the magic number of announce tables you have to go through to become a number one contender for a title is four. <laughs> yes. Wow. But, it, but she is now the number one contender out of all And I can't the wait for the division. match. What an amazing match. They built her up so like such a strong opponent. It's going to be a WrestleMania quality match they, for sure. They, they really know what to do with Asuka, clearly. Yeah, clearly. Um... I guess I'll say one thing. I actually quite yes. like that the upcoming Roman Reigns and Jay Uso match in Hell in a Cell will be of the I Quit variety. I actually think this makes it a little bit more of a believable match because the whole thing with Jay, right, is that he wouldn't quit at the last time. Now he only loses if he actually verbally quits, but then you're like, well, there's no way he's, he's still not going to win, right? Yeah. But he's not going to quit. 
So uh, what are you going to do? So yeah. does a little yeah. more intrigue, a little more intrigue, which does I like. That match... was going to be my one good if we had time for that segment. Of course. That was be... Does does the match need to be in a cell? That that's my only question about mm. that match. I don't think it needs to be, but I don't see a problem with it being in the cell. There's I think three. I think three Hell in the Cell matches. I'm okay with that. Oh, N- I, I am not okay with that. I I'm okay with it. I, it's the Does gimmick it of the pay per view. It cheapens yeah. the gi- Well, I mean, it cheapens the gimmick to have three, and it also cheapens the gimmick to have a pay per view dedicated to that match type. Yes, I would agree. I don't have a problem that there's three because it's on that pay-per-view, but I do agree that they shouldn't have that pay-per-view in the first place. I also really hope the uh, cell is not red again. Oh, it's going to be red, baby. No way. I really hope it's not. Better not hate that. It probably will be. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Knowing them, right? Uh, The other thing I wanted to say, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of him, Kevin Owens, wrestling in tight gray jeans. I'm sorry. It was a street fight. Your body's not made to wear tight gray jeans in a wrestling match. <laughs> no, I, it looked either very, way. You're a wrestler. It it looked, it looked like casual day at the office or something. It was really not. <laughs> it looked good. like he was dressed for a Chicago street fight. That's what it looked oh. like. Uh, it was naked. It reminded me down. of uh, Doctor Eggman from Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> you've and I love never, Kevin Owens. No shade. <laughs> Obviously, never seen me in some uh, tight jeans. Uh, it would be a similar thing. I wouldn't tell yeah. you to go put on like the tightest tights, you know. And I've actually, around. I've got. I mean, unless you really want to, go for it. I've but. got, I've got a pair of jeans just now, actually, and I don't wear them for that reason. I caught myself in a like in a mirror once, in like a side mirror, and I turned around and thought, "Oh, I look. Oh, hang on a minute." And it, it yeah, it was this weird kind of my belly's like hanging over. And gurgling with all the beer in it, and then my legs are like wee spindly things because I've skipped. Le- I've, it's like it's like having Keith Lee's upper body on Brock Lesnar's skipped leg day, but you know legs. It's just weird. Chicken legs. Yeah, crap. <laughs> and like I mean, we all know we've known it for a long time. I wish we all wish Kevin Owens would beef up a little bit. Like he still looks like a tough guy and all that, but. I don't know. It is professional wrestling, and I don't mean to body shame That's him. Just but it's his one of those, That's just his look. That's just his. We're not picking, right? Yeah. And yeah, and I wish it, just like then tone up a little bit. You don't have to get skinny. Well, I want to see some some definition in the arms or something mm. from my boy Kevin Owens, nah. and it's all love, and he can do whatever he wants. Just keep the shorts. It's just my he's in the Samoa. Yeah. He's in the Samoa Joe class, really. You know, we know Samoa Joe's. Samoa not Joe looks tougher. Another guy who didn't get drafted. Man, oh. I don't even think he was available to be drafted. Nope, he was not. There you go. Which is just uh, bizarre. Why not? Because there's no rules. It's just a, a farce to just manipulate what they want. They lied to us. It wasn't a real Pish. draft. Oh, I was so disappointed. Uh, disappointed. No Raw Underground this week again, right? Yeah, I think true. Raw Underground's done. They drafted all the undergrounds above ground. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> You've been drafted to the surface. <laughs> oh, imagine that. They changed the name of Raw to Raw <laughs> to Surface. The, to the surface. It's like Coke Classic. Bring back Welcome, Coke everyone, Coke. to Raw Surface. <laughs> Sponsored by Microsoft. Uh, uh, Microsoft Surface, you know. Anyway, is there anything else you guys want to say about this week in wrestling? No. No. Jason? Um, I really don't think so. No, I hope 
we got uh, two weeks till Hell in a Cell, right? Or like a week. A week from Sunday. A week, a yeah. week from Sunday. Okay. I, <laughs> I just looked at the Wikipedia article, and I, I I forgot that obviously we're in a pandemic, and it just says attendance zero. <laughs> <laughs> just, sorry, it just that that dark humor. For the thousands of the week, ready for us? Um, nope. <laughs> Sick. So we can't plug it, but hopefully it will appear on our social medias. We are the Four Jobbers. Next week, we will bring to you our predictions for the latest pay per view, Hell in a Cell. But you can reach us at the Four Jobbers on all of social media. Hello at the Four Jobbers is our email address. And in the description below, you will see all of our personal social media. So, on behalf of the Wax Mamba, the body from Kirkati, they hate Jason and Ginger Heat, goodbye. Goodbye. Disappoint, 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 disappoint. Disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> Disappoint, 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 disappoint,